Hello everybody and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Now, I am so excited about this episode because I'm mixing it up. I'm doing something that we have never done on this podcast before, and you're going to be finding out exactly what that is very, very soon. But today's episode is all about um, looking at how success leaves clues, okay, and and modeling the success of the people around you. So before we dive into our guest episode today, I'm going to quickly open up with a quote that I read in this book that I'm reading at the moment. So I'm reading Limitless by Jim Quick. And this quote just like absolutely stood out to me. It was actually what inspired this podcast episode. So what the quote said was, genius leaves clues. There is always a method behind what looks like magic. Genius is not born, it is made through deep practice. So today I have brought two guests onto the podcast. That's right, two, not one, two guests, okay? Both of which are people who I view as very successful in what they do, okay? So with this in mind, the reason I have brought them both on the podcast today is because I want to play a bit of a game in this episode, okay? I said we're trying something new, doing something we haven't really done before. And what we're going to do is we're going to break down the daily habits the mindsets and the processes of these two people and identify how these support their success. Okay. So it is important to note though, that knowledge is not simply power. Okay. Knowledge is not simply power on its own, but applied knowledge is power. So take what you learned from this episode today and what you learned from these two inspiring people and start to apply it to your life so that you can begin to see the success that you really want to be attracting. So it's time to welcome my guests to the podcast. (laughs) Welcome back to Mon and Jell. If you didn't guess that this was who I was bringing on, then you clearly don't know me and my my social circle very well. (laughs) But both of you have been on the podcast before. So my listeners are already familiar with who you are. But for anyone who might be new to the show, can you just like give them a brief 30 second spill on who you are and what it is you do? Hey guys, I'm, my name is Jell and I'm a wellness and business mentor. So I help young female entrepreneurs getting started in business, find their feet in terms of balance between their life and their business so that they can live a more present life um, and not have to sacrifice, you know, friends and family to be able to run a successful business. Um, I'm 24 years old and I, my partner and I were actually building a van and we're going to go travel Australia in the next uh, probably a couple of weeks, maybe three to four weeks. Um, so that's currently what I am up to at the moment. And I'm just kind of running my business in between. And I'm pretty much modeling my whole business philosophy, which is to be able to live your life and also build a business at the same time. So I'm really ex- excited for this trip. We're going for about eight months. And yeah, that's See, I me. I, for my business, I actually, uh, I do one-on-one coaching. I also have a beautiful six-week course and um, I do masterclasses every month as well. So that's me. 
make sure you go and you jump on over and follow she's simply well on instagram so you can follow gel's business journey but also her travels around australia honestly i'm going to be living so vicariously through you while you're traveling around (laughs) and next we've got mon so introduce yourself Hi, everyone. Um, My name's Montana Valverde. I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So way on the other side of the world than these two lovelies. Um, And I am a mindset strategist and a personal development coach. I work really closely with network marketers. Um, I was in network marketing for over a year and a half, and I felt a calling on my heart to want to serve people at the highest level who are also in that space who perhaps may be struggling in their business. So I work really closely with different ways for people to overcome their limiting beliefs in business and in their life in general. And then I share mindset strategies, tips, tricks, and tools on how to become successful in the same field. Um, So I have a four-week program and I also do masterclasses. And hopefully by the time that this comes out, my masterclass is going to be launched so you can um, sign up for it as well. But yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Um, And then I I live with my partner, Jack, who I love so dearly. And um, currently now transitioning into summer, which I'm super, super excited about because Canada is cold. <laughs> and we luckily have been like, inside all year, but um, I'm really excited for the summertime. And I'm really excited to be able to do more traveling as well in the days to come. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. And guys, Montana is honestly such a flipping powerhouse. Like, honestly, make sure you go follow her on Instagram as well. Her Instagram handle is just her name, Montana underscore Valvede. I probably mispronounced that again because I always say your last name wrong. I am the worst person when it comes to pronouncing names. Like it's a joke. It is an actual joke, but I'm going to pop their handles into um, the show notes of this anyway. So you guys can just jump over there and grab them, go give them a follow, go follow their journeys. Honestly, I am so like grateful and blessed to have these two beauties in my life. Like I don't think like it is so rare to have such a supportive and uplifting network of like friends that are on the same journey as you as well so I am so grateful for you too and I'm so excited to dive into this episode um, because this episode is really going to be such a fun one okay and I hope that all of our listeners today will be really really active when listening um, so what I do what I prompt you guys to do guys I, well this is the listeners not for you and gel and mon <laughs> all of the listeners go grab a notepad and what I want you to do is create three columns on your notepad okay pause this episode if you need to but put a couple lines down your page create three big columns one for each of us okay put mon gel and m at the top of each of those columns now what we're going to be doing is taking notes as each of us are sharing insight right so then after this episode you can really go back over you can highlight physically get a highlighter and highlight the different traits that are repeated across each of these columns. Okay. Because this should highlight the sort of patterns that stand out between us and be somewhat of an indication of what you should start applying to yourself as well. If you're, you know, trying to start modeling success and creating routines and habits of your own. So whilst listening, I encourage you, I encourage you to also add a fourth column. Okay. A fourth column to your page. And this is where you are going to put your name. Okay, and this is where you are going to start writing down your own responses as well and seeing what sort of success traits you currently have. And then you can see which ones you're going to start adding after this episode also. So if you want to take this this exercise even further, like by all means, go on and do the same thing for the different people that you really look up to in your journey and in your life, whether it be someone like Tony Robbins, Jay Shetty, or even just, you know, a work colleague or your best friend, like go and apply this same exercise to everyone else around you because success is everywhere. It is all around you. You just have to start paying closer attention um, and really taking note 
of the different, you know, patterns that are showing up. So that's what this episode is going to help you start doing today. I've got a couple of questions that I'm going to be asking the girls and we're all going to be sharing our responses to these. So without further ado, let's just dive straight into it. So (laughs) my very first question for my panel of successful women boss babes, this is for you guys. Okay. So Number one is, do you have a morning and nighttime routine and what does it specifically involve? Yes, I absolutely have a morning and a nighttime routine. I'm definitely a routine person. I cannot live without a routine. And I I truly believe like even traveling within the van, I'm going to have something that I will do every single day. If it's not my full routine, it will definitely be something from that to make sure that I'm starting my day consistently every day the same way. Um, and so my morning routine consists of me waking up at a certain time. It's generally between, uh, um, generally between six, six 30. And I will, this morning routine for me is really sacred. So this is my sacred time. It's my sacred safe space for me to fill my cup before I even say hello to anyone in my household or even online. So I will not be on my phone in the morning. First thing. So generally you won't see me online until a couple hours later Um, and I will wake up, I will um, wash my face to wake myself up and then I'll sit down and I'll do a meditation. So first thing in the morning, I'm sitting with myself and sitting with my goals. So I am meditating and then I have, I actually do two different types of meditation. So I do a manifesting meditation to bring my goals to life and my vision to life. And this gets me really excited. It also raises my vibe and my frequency for the day. Um, And then I will do a self-worth meditation to remind myself of my worth and to lift my spirits in that way so that I know every single day that I have something to offer and I have value to bring because this is something that was a limiting belief for me. So this is how I get over it every single day. I remind myself. Um, And then after that, I am already in that high vibe frequency and I can do my journaling. And I just pour that out on the page of my journal. I talk about what I'm grateful for. I talk about my affirmations. um, And basically that is how I want to turn up for the day. And I always do this every single day because Otherwise, I am, I'm not sure who I am today, that day and I'm, and I'm not sure what my goals are. I tend to forget. So this kind of brings everything to the forefront of my mind so that I'm always kickstarting my day on a positive note and, um, and I can be there for others. And then after that, I will go and have a, I actually have an apple cider vinegar shot. This is something I've been doing for like basically a year. Um, and then I have a, um, like a green shot to start my day as well. So this is kind of my healthy my healthy routine to start my day. And then I end up, yeah, just continuing my day. And this kind of just puts me in that, um, that positive headspace. Um, I know my worth and I can start my day just so happy and so focused on my goals. And that is how I never, never forget what, what I'm working towards. And then my nighttime routine is just quite simple. I just, um, have a wind down time. So once I clock off from work, I stay away from work. And then I just spend that time with friends and family. And I end up uh, turning my phone off about 30 minutes before I go to bed so that I can wind down and like my brain can um, kind of calm down instead of being so wired on blue light. So yeah, that's my morning and night routine. 
For me, I'm like a huge advocate in understanding and recognizing what parts of your day you exert the most energy as a person. So I was somebody who for the longest time, I was like, I need a strict, perfect morning routine. Like, and I would beat myself up if I didn't follow it, I'd get down on myself. If I didn't follow it. So then I started to kind of assess what times of the day were I was really, um, bringing the most energy to my work. And for me, it's nighttime. I'm such a night owl, like from the hours of eight until midnight, I am like wired with energy and focus. That's when I have the most clarity to be able to get th things done that I need to get done. So I recognize for myself that mornings aren't going to be my thing. Um, and I have to just surrender that the fact that that's just the way it's going to be. And so I prioritize a lot of my nighttime routine. And then in the morning is more so focused on like self-care and also just prepping myself for whatever else I need during the day, but not having it be something that I strictly follow, especially since sometimes, you know, I'm doing different things. If I've had a really late night, I need my extra sleep. There's times where I go to bed at like two o'clock in the morning because I'm working so much. Um, and then at the first thing I do usually get up in the morning and, and move my body, but I want to talk about my nighttime routine first, because I'm a firm believer in the fact that if you can set yourself up for success in the evening, you're gonna have a better day the next day. So throughout the evenings, what I do a lot of my um, admin biz work, boring kind of stuff email, that kind of thing. But then before I go to sleep, I prep myself by making sure that I've moved throughout the day. If I haven't moved, I'll do a little stretch, just do a little bit of movement here and there. Um, and then I'll turn the phone off. I always make sure I have my blue light glasses on um, in the evenings when I'm working too. I think that's really, really important. I shut my phone off 30 minutes before I go to bed, but then I also have this little whiteboard and I write down a list of the top six things that I need to do for the next day. I'm really not somebody who is good at time management and time blocking. And the these two right now on this podcast know that about me. I am not like time management is one of um, the things I struggle with the most. So I do this thing where I have like my non-negotiables. And so I'll take six things that I need to get done for the next day. And say, for example, I don't get those three things done or there's, or sorry, I don't get three of those six things done. Instead of choosing a brand new six set of uh, tasks that I need to accomplish, I'll take three from this previous day before and just make sure I get those done throughout the day. And that for some reason gives me peace of mind mind and sets me up for success because I know what I have to get started with when it comes to starting my day. Um, and I do very similar things to what Jelaine said. Like I, I always make sure that I, I prime myself in the morning. Um, it's a Tony Robbins exercise they do for 10 minutes. I'll do a card pull as well weekly in the mornings um, to really set myself up for success as well that way. And then I make sure that I have a smoothie or um, have my green shot as well too. But for me, it's like evenings. If I don't have a very good evening, my next day is already written off. So I always try to make sure that I'm um, prepared and that I'm optimizing my energy in the hours of the day that work best for me. Amazing. So guys, clearly you can see, like all of you listening right now, clearly you can see that morning and nighttime routines, having a structure around that is something that is super important. Okay. I challenge you to go also look at, you know, who is someone you're inspired by some influential figure. Do they have a morning and nighttime routine? I guarantee you that. Yes, they do. Okay. So I think this is awesome insight that both the girls have shared. And you know what? My routines are so, so similar to exactly that as well. One thing I love that Mon said was um, pay attention to what part of your day you exert the most energy in. 
And so Mon is obviously a night owl. Um, but for me personally, I've like, you know, based my routines around being productive in the start of the day. So which means my morning and nighttime routines are going to be slightly, you know, the opposite to what Mon's might be more so aligned with what Jelaine's are. Um, so for me, I do my self care at night, whereas I do my work in the morning, but that's just how I work, right? Like my nighttime routine is setting me up to be able to show up and have a successful and productive morning. So what is my morning routine? My morning routine is basically I wake up at 5am but that's just the time that I like to wake up because um, you know that's when I like to start my day your morning routine doesn't need to start early in order for it to be successful it needs to start at a time that's going to support your most success in your day so I wake up at 5am I go sit outside I like to watch the sunrise because that for me is sort of like my morning meditation right I sit there I do some deep breathing and I watch the sunrise it's very therapeutic for me and it's my way of detaching from technology before I dive into a big day then I feed myself, then I do my gratitudes, my affirmations, um, and I make sure all of my personal development, you know, that's something I do in my morning. I read my book in the morning. I make sure all of that is done in the first two hours of the day before I start dealing with, not dealing with, working with. It's not dealing with when it's with clients, it's working with, it's a pleasure. <laughs> Before I start working with clients and giving my energy to other people, I give my energy to myself. And then my nighttime routine, you know, I have strict boundaries. I clock off from work. I go to the gym so I can change my energy, change my state, really refresh myself um, and start to wind down from the day. And then I do again, you know, I might do reading if I want to at night or I'll do a self-care activity such as drawing before I clock off and um, shut off for the night. But I'm not going to dive even deeper into my routines because I think Jelaine and Montana both gave such incredible insight and I'll just be repeating the same things as them. So I'm going to move on to the next question, which is, are there any sort of absolute non-negotiables within your day? And if so, what is that? Um, I also actually wanted to say, I love how we are opposite Mon because it just goes to show that we have different genius zones and it's completely okay for um, people to be more, you know, more active at night or be to be more productive at night and not feel like they have to be up in the morning, like super early at the crack of dawn. Like you hear all the time, like wake up early, wake up early. It's all up to you. And I always like to say, it's not when you start your day, it's how you start your day. You can wake up at whatever time. And it's just all about you and how you start your day because if you woke up at six and you're scrolling on your phone for two hours you've literally done nothing beneficial for yourself so yeah I love 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 that um my non-negotiables I would say is definitely my um, meditation I need my meditation time because for me it does bring up um it just brings my goals to life it gets me excited and then I can focus on achieving them otherwise they do just kind of disintegrate for me personally um, and then also movement. I forgot to mention that before, but I always have a morning movement of some, some kind. Um, and that can be a walk. It can be a stretch. It can be a full on exercise, but I have to move my body in some kind of way because personally, if I don't move my body, I actually tend to be become a little bit uh, lethargic and um, I start to lose my energy. So energy creates energy. And so every time I feel like I am sleepy or even when I just wake up and I'm so tired, I remind myself, okay, well, have I worked out in the past couple of days? If not, that's probably why. And so then I will go and do a morning movement. So every, yeah, every single day, my non-negotiables, meditation and movement, and all of that is before I start my working day. I actually can't do it after that at all. 
For me, I would say I, I movement as well is really, really important. Um, making sure I fuel my body for success in the morning. So if I have a really bad, crappy breakfast, it's not going to work out for the rest of the day. Cause then I find that my eating habits just play off of the ones previous to the meal that I had. And it just, it's never a good, uh, scenario for me, but I would say the top two biggest, like non-negotiables for me is number one, creating more than I consume. Like I have to be creating in order to feel fulfilled throughout my day. If I've spent a day scrolling on social or just really like doing, I guess the um, income producing activity of my business and not actually creating or building anything, I feel unfulfilled. And then the other one is um, learning. So I always, always have minimum three podcasts on a day, like any single opportunity that I would normally be listening to music. I'm actually listening to a podcast when I'm driving, I listen to podcasts. When I'm at the gym, I listen to podcasts. When I'm getting ready in the morning, I listen to podcasts. When I'm just zoning out and chilling, I listen to podcasts. Like I always want to be growing and expanding my mindset as much as humanly possible. So that's one of the biggest things for me, like minimum one podcast a day in the field in which I want to learn and grow from. Yes, I am exactly the same as you. I'm piggybacking right off Mon and Gel here. Um, My non-negotiables are exercise and daily learning. Like daily learning is a massive one for me. Exercise is, is something that is like, I don't even think twice about it, right? Like that's just something that has been embedded in my life for the past five years. It's just a part of my routine. It's an absolute non-negotiable, but daily learning is something that I choose to do each day to help me get into alignment with the goals that I have um, in life as a coach or just general, you know, self-growth, right? Like you need to learn in order to grow. Um, So that is why, yeah, listening to podcasts or reading a book is an absolute non-negotiable for me. And it's so great that both Mon and Jell mentioned exercise and movement as well, because that was going to be another question I was going to ask was the importance of exercise and nutrition for you guys but you've already answered it right like there you go three of us all agree that exercise should be an absolute non-negotiable of your day moving your body in some way you know it's great for your mental health um your physical health also um but also just like your emotions right like the way the amount of exercise or movement that you do in a day is going to have a massive impact on the way that you're going to feel all around so make sure you've put that on your list if you haven't already okay guys make sure if you need to pause this episode along the way feel free to do so. If you need to jot down some notes, you need to backtrack, re-listen, re-ride, but make sure you are taking notes and learning from what each of these girls are sharing because honestly, these are the things you should start applying into your day if you want to start seeing um, more results coming through. So the next question, because I do have a couple more that I want to do and I want to make sure this episode stays at a nice at a nice length for you all listening um so girls do you do daily learning acquiring new knowledge what why and how i know we've briefly touched on this but if you could go a little bit deeper into this question for me every single day every single day i've got a podcast on i'm like mon i've got it on 24 7 every time i drive i'm i'm actually at the moment bouncing between my house and my boyfriend's house because we're building the van at his house Um, and I like to do my work at my house because I just like to keep things separate and I'm listening to a podcast on the way there on the way back when I'm getting ready constantly learning from podcasts and generally it's something that I want to it's either how I want to show up today like how I want to feel if I'm struggling with some some area of my life then I will I will literally search a podcast for that or if it's um, something that I'm teaching on at the moment or focusing on with a client, then I can further grow myself to help them as well. Um, and I'm just, I'm just always listening to podcasts. Personally, for me, 
uh, books, I don't, I tend to not have the time for books. Uh, if I have a book, it's generally an audio book. So I'm listening to that on the go. I like to do multiple things at once, um, but that's just me. And if I do have a book, I'll, I'll probably uh, read it at night. Um, but yeah, that's me. I'm listening to podcasts and that's how I, I also, um, I'm doing a course as well. So I'm learning in the way of investing myself, which I think is really crucial, really important when it comes to wanting to evolve and grow is to take the time and, and the money to invest in yourself. If there's something that you're struggling with, seek help, outsource help from elsewhere to be able to move through that or um, to, to be able to grow. And for me, it's for my business as to be able to grow my business and grow my knowledge to be able to teach others exactly um, exactly what my business is all about. I'm very similar as Jell in that sense, obviously, yes, with the podcast, but also with the audiobook thing too. Like I realized for myself that I'm just not a big reader. I would buy all these books and I wouldn't read them. And it wasn't because I didn't want to read them. It was because it just wasn't my preferred way of learning. And I think everyone needs to understand for themselves, like, how do you like to learn? Do you like audios? Do you like to read? Like, do you like visuals? Do you like watching videos? Like now more than ever, so many of our favorite sought after entrepreneurs and creators, even on Instagram are transitioning more into creating videos for people to learn. And there's so many documentaries, like when I go on Netflix, there's so much that you can learn on there too. So just finding different ways in your day-to-day -day life to be able to incorporate knowledge and especially in the field that you want to learn in. So at different times of the day, I'll be listening to different types of personal development. So for example, when I'm getting ready, if I'm having to multitask and I'm, and I'm not really paying attention super closely in depth to what the speaker is saying, I'll listen to something that my subconscious mind can absorb, maybe a little bit more inspiring inspirational, uplifting. And then when I need to sit down and get work done, I'm prioritizing really listening to things that are going to help me move the needle in my business, like listening to people who are maybe in my specific industry, super, super helpful. I think there's all these different types of um, information. There's so much information out there. So really paying attention to what's going to serve you in the moment. I'm also doing a course as well, always enrolling myself in seminars. I think the best hands down investment that you can make is in yourself because nobody can take that away from you. And once you have that knowledge, there is so much endless opportunity of what you can do with that. I didn't know for the longest time what a knowledge broker was until I learned about Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi and them. They're basically people that just are in the self-education field to, and that's what they get paid to do to educate more people. I had no idea that that was even an industry. And so if you're listening to this right now, I'm sure there's a skill that you have that you don't even know about yet that you probably haven't even tapped into that you could probably generate income from or share with other people, people want to buy and learn from you. So if it wasn't for podcasts and growing myself every single day, I wouldn't even know any of that. So definitely knowledge every single day, um, podcasts, whenever you can, audiobooks whenever you can. Um, and then just also being open to different ways to learn as well. Yes, completely. Like again, totally agree with both of these girls, you know, podcasts, reading, um, watching YouTube videos, you know, like watching and consuming really, really uh, beneficial content on social media. If you're following the right accounts and your feed can become such a little like bucket of gold, like a little pocket of knowledge, um, doing courses, invest in yourself. Okay. Whether you invest in a course in, um, even investing in yourself includes purchasing a book or purchasing an audible subscription, you know, like this, in, this includes investing in yourself. And I think both of the girls have mentioned it already, but 
The thing about investing in yourself is, is it's going to save you time. Okay. Money is a renewable resource. And I cannot stress this enough because so many people get so fixated on the idea of spending their money right? But money is the renewable resource here. Time is something that once it is spent, you will never get it back. So my mentality is, right, if I can spend a little bit or even a lot bit of money to save me a little bit or a lot bit of time, then I'm sure as heck going to do that because money is renewable. And generally, when you do make that investment in yourself, that actually helps you bring more uh, financial abundance back because you are learning, you are growing, you are expanding your business and you are expanding your mindset and opening yourself up to so many more opportunities. So if you are currently stuck in a place of scarcity around the idea of letting go of some money to invest in resources that are going to help your growth, I really, really um do suggest you work on that and start opening yourself up to being able to invest in yourself because it is the best investment you will ever make. So um, I know you girls have already touched on this again in these responses you've given me, but on the topic of acquiring new knowledge and continual learning, like, have you kind of found that there's um, any ways that you think are very efficient for helping you learning and retaining information. So for me, what I find helps is um, I'm a very visual person. So I love to read a book whilst also listening to the audio of the book. And what that allows me to do is like retain and soak the information up better because I'm visually seeing it and highlighting it, but I'm also listening to it so I can read it at a faster pace. Um, that's a little hack that I've found helps for me. And then something else is also, um, doing smaller portions of time with my learning. So learning in smaller portions. So then um, what I find is when I say, for example, if I sit down for an hour and read for an hour, the whole middle period kind of like disappears, right? So the start and the end of what I consume is generally what I retain. And if you are familiar with the Pomodoro technique, I believe that's how you say it, this explains it exactly is working in shorter periods of time. So if you're working on like 25 minute intervals and then taking five minute breaks, you're reducing the sort of gray area that's in between and you're creating more beginnings and endings for yourself. So this is a really useful technique for retaining information. Um, but girls, did you have any other pointers on this note? Um, so what I like to do is, um, so I, it depends. So for a podcast that I'm that I'm listening to for a practical reason, so to apply within my business, I'm generally taking notes. So I'll do like mind maps or I'll after the episode, I'll do like a whole rundown of what I can do within my business that I've learned from the podcast. And so a lot of it is um, like it's literally just how to run my business or how to uh, like up level my business, little things that I can do to expand um, and that's just like the admin things as well. So I like to listen to a lot of those. Um, but if it's something a little bit more empowering or um, inspiring for me, um, I actually like to uh, sometimes just depends, get onto my Instagram or get onto my live and actually talk about the topic. And while I'm talking about, it, I'm actually relearning it and reinforcing it into my mind. And so that I know like exactly what I have just listened to and and I understand it a lot better because I'm teaching it. And when you teach, you actually are able to learn a lot better as well. So that's something that I sometimes do um, if it's obviously related to my business, to my niche, to my audience and how, how I can help them. I'm re relaying in, in my own words and um, in my own experience to be able to teach it as well. So that's something that I like to do. Otherwise, I will do like mind maps or like scribing, just things like that, like reflecting through in my journal. 
I think I'm very similar um, as Jelaine as well for this one um, in terms of duplicating the knowledge and the information. However, I'm I'm someone who believes in total immersion. I will go to the same seminar three or four times and pick up different information every time I go. I believe this is a, a quote from Jim Rohn and he says, repetition is the mother of skill. Reading things over and over again, seeing things over and over again, experiencing things over and over again only makes you better at them. And I learned that the best way for me to learn is to just keep going back and going over it again um, and then learning it so much so so that I could teach it to other people. Um, and I've, I mean, I've been to Tony Robbins Unleash Her, Unleash the Power Within event twice and it changed my life. And the second time I attended it, I felt like I got so much more information than I would have gotten it the first time if I would have just, you know, allowed the first time to be the only time that I, I went. Um, another thing as well, too, when it comes to learning is like, not allowing yourself to feel overwhelmed. Like if you find that when you're doing a course or you're doing a program and you're so overwhelmed with information, give yourself grace and understand that like it's new. I used to be somebody who would get really frustrated when I would be learning so much and then not feeling as though I'm not applying it or like feeling overwhelmed with the amount of information that I didn't know that I needed to know. And it just like, caused me to want to quit. It caused me to want to feel like I wasn't good enough for it. And all the limiting beliefs started to set in. So like, I think learning at your own pace is very important. Learning how you like to actually absorb and apply knowledge is important. And then getting yourself into situations where you can totally immerse yourself, like big, huge seminars and stuff, master classes. Um, the, it's the best way to learn because then you get to have um, an experience without distractions and then also learn from experts and model the success of the people who are already getting the results that you want. Yes, amazing. And the thing that I'm going to add on to that as well is um, the three things that I probably think are the best way to really retain what you're learning is repetition, reflection and application. And the girls have already touched on these things. So as Mon said, like repetition, you know, if if you don't understand something the first time, keep on reading it, keep on learning about it, keep on exploring it until it does sink in. But then same thing with when you're going to apply what you learn, right? Like keep on practicing because through practice comes perfection, uh, comes progression, not perfection. Perfection is so unattainable. So I take that back. <laughs> so rep repetition and then reflection. Reflection is so important. Okay. Like after you have learned something, reflect back onto it, break it down, ask yourself, how can I apply this to my life? Because that's where application comes into play, guys. Application is the biggest part of this, I think. You know, like like we said at the start, knowledge is not power, applied knowledge is power, okay? So unless you are applying what you are learning, then you're not actually learning, are you? You're just consuming, okay? So what you learn, make sure you apply it, you reflect and you see, how can I apply this to my business? How can I apply this to my self-growth? How can I apply this to my life? Okay, so I'm gonna move on to the next question now though, unless anyone had anything to chip in, but what sort of mindset do you two kind of embody the most? Are you more so in a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? Tell us a bit about this. Um, I would definitely say I'm more of an, in a growth mindset. Um, and I've recently just kind of like, I've learned to just kind of like trust the universe, go with the flow, like understand that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be at any given moment. And so when things happen to me, when challenges arise, I know that this is happening for a reason and I'm going to either learn from it, grow from it, whatever might happen, I'm, I'm here for it. 
And I, I just trust that everything is unfolding in the way that I, that it should be for me. And so that just kind of allows me to grow through life rather than just go through life. Um, and that just, yeah, I just find that that's helpful for me. Um, so yeah, I definitely have a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset, I would say, because I'm constantly trying to um, up-level myself and grow my business and learn from my mistakes. Um, and just so that I can also be a model and a role model to help others and help my clients and to practice what I preach. I'm all about practicing what I preach, walking the walk and not just talking the talk. Um, and so that's why I am that. Yeah. <laughs> Does that answer the question? Perfectly. For me, I think I'm, I'm definitely, I'm growth mindset, but I'm fixed on my goals. Um, and I think for, for anybody who's listening to this right now, um, and you know, maybe for, for example, you're feeling like you're struggling with trying to develop a growth mindset or, um, on the pursuit to trying to constantly grow and work on yourself, like get super fixed on the goal that you want, like know what you want. I think clarity is power. Understanding what you want is, is very powerful. And then you know, maybe the plan may change along the way and that's totally okay. But adopting a growth mindset on the pursuit to creating progress is powerful too. Um, I learned this like uh, really like, I think maybe a couple of months ago when I started doing tons of reflection on limiting beliefs. And I learned that when I was feeling unworthy of things or when I was lacking clarity, I had to understand that the limiting beliefs about what I was trying to attract in my life, my subconscious mind, and this is for people listening as well too, your subconscious conscious mind is going to make decisions through the lens of the limiting beliefs. And so when we are constantly growing and evolving, paying attention and picking up on what kinds of limiting beliefs are maybe causing you to feel blocks and then preventing you from being able to continue on with that growth mindset and then allowing you to stay fixed. So I know that was a kind of an answer all over the place, but I think it's just as honest as I can be like, get fixed on what you want, what you desire, have clarity, but then also um, have a growth mindset and get addicted to the progress that you make. Progress is what gives people happiness. Um, little step, little step, big opportunity is what I always say, like finding the joy in the doing, in the feeling, in the bumps, ebbs and flows, peaks and valleys, everything in between. Like it's all happening for you. Life is happening for you. Um, it's never happening to you. Yes. I love that. Have a growth mindset, but a fixed mindset towards your goals. But I will challenge that slightly and say, rather than saying, um, having a fixed mindset, towards your goals, have a focused mindset. Because as Mon said, like we should be able to, you know, like our goals are, are going to change in life and um, we need to make sure that we have the flexibility within ourselves to be able to adjust um, with that also. But I think, you know, if you're embodying a growth mindset, then you're open to that sort of flexibility and change already. But I love these perspectives that both of you have shared. I would completely agree. Like embodying a growth mindset is empowering, right? Like it's opening you up to endless possibilities. It is, um, you know, enabling you to step into your full potential, see um, ways to grow from challenges rather than ways to kind of like retreat when fears or challenges do arise. Um, whereas like a fixed mindset, if you are too stuck in this place and embodying this in too many aspects of your life, you're going to be limiting yourself in certain ways because you're going to be quite closed-minded and, and quite fixated on what you already know, which means you're 
not opening yourself up to new learnings and new perspectives and all of that. So again, I love what both, you know, Jell and Mon have shared here. Um, and I've got another question for you girls. So I know this is going to be a bit longer episode than usual guys, but like, I don't want to cut it short because this is really useful stuff. Like, I hope you guys have pages full of notes from this because I think this is like, this is, this is, this is pure gold, what we're sharing here. So really make sure you're taking note of it. <laughs> So the next question is, what does your network and environment look like? Does it support your growth or does it hold you back? Like, tell us, give us insights into this. My network, I've definitely learned to surround myself with people who up-level me and who inspire me, empower me. Uh, because previously, I would say that before I found personal development, I definitely had a circle that it just wasn't serving me in any way. And if I'm being honest, I didn't like the person that I was. And I just, I just felt like I had to be that person to be able to fit into the crowd. Um, and I call these people my friends, but really it, it ended up not really working out between us um, and for the better for me. And what I've learned within the personal development world is to uh, surround yourself with people who not only just inspire you and lift you up, but who also are ahead of you so that you can learn from them and you can, you can follow in their footsteps. They've been where you are going or where you want to go. Um, so trust them, trust the journey and learn from people who are ahead of you rather than who are like behind you. Don't listen to those who are, are not on the path that you want to be on or not where you want to be in life because they are not going to be able to help you in any way. I, I always always believe that even within uh, my network marketing business that I was in, that we were all in as well, I would always learn from my mentors who had already experienced um, where I was going and all the challenges that came with it rather than the people next to me or behind me. Um, and I, I just truly believe that that's just how you're going to grow and how you're going to move forward within your life and where you're wanting to be. Um, because if you're listening to those who are not where you want to be, it's going to really hold you back. It's going to, you, it's kind of like what they say, you are a combination of the five people that you hang out with. If you have a look at your friendship circle or your network at the moment, and you, if you take a look at them, if you're, if, if they are where you want to be, or if, if, if that's what you want to be like, um, that's good. If it's not, then you need to make some changes. And I don't mean leave, you know, leave your friends behind or cut them off or anything like that. There are definitely ways to be able to grow without having to cut off friends who are not where you want to be. I think that's really important because I think a lot of people like mishear that and they think they need to cut off their friends if they're not where they want to be. But what you can do is you can find, um, you can find people who are ahead of you through, you know, just other um, networking events or um, like find other friends who can help you move forward while still keeping your other friendships or you can find those friendships or those mentors through podcasts and through uh, learning within uh, courses and investing in yourself having that kind of a mentor as well can also lift you up and that is also technically kind of part of your network because you are networking with that person so I think that's really important as well so don't leave your friends behind if they're not where you want to be but also be aware of the people who you are hanging out with if they're bringing you down maybe it's time to make some changes 100%. I couldn't agree more with that. And I think that going to places where you are celebrated versus where you were tolerated is super essential, especially if you're trying to adopt a growth mindset and you're trying to grow too. Um, you know, you, you oftentimes, if you feel as though you're not 
not in alignment with the people you're surrounding yourself with, it's probably because you probably because you just outgrew the people who weren't growing and that's okay. And I'm a firm believer in the fact that boundaries are beautiful. And especially as you start to change and as you start to recreate your reality or, or strive for really big goals and are achieving different things, set boundaries in your life um, for the people that you're surrounding yourself with. I think Jillian touched on a really good point. You become the five people that you spend the most time with. So who are your virtual mentors, right? Like who are you listening to? Who are you allowing into your internal dialogue every single day? And then who are you modeling not only the success of, but the results of and the experience of? I love following other people's journeys on social media and Instagram and stuff. But if they're not in alignment with the place that I want to go, I will mute them. <laughs> I will mute them. Um, and like she was saying, like just leaving the people who you love, like leaving them in a certain place in your heart, but then still allowing yourself to continue to move forward is is really, really important. Um, I think as well, too, when it comes to networking, uh, be authentic be authentic, be yourself. If you are trying to be something that you're not, you're going to attract more of what you don't want and more of what's not truly in alignment with who you are. And so when you're networking, like go and find people, go out there. We, we live in this incredible virtual world now where, you know, the, the reach is endless to connect with people like-minded to you, share common interests, go and find those people and, and be the person that you wish somebody was for you. Be the mentor that you wish somebody was for you. Show up in a way that, you know, you want some somebody to show up for you and start. I always say like, if you're struggling to even find people to bring into your business or to find people to surround yourself with, write a list of all of the things that, you know, you would want in a business mentor and then go out and be those things, right? It's, it's so powerful. We attract our tribe through our vibe and, and what we have to offer as well. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I would really recommend, but go to places where you are celebrated, surround yourself with people who are going to uplift you and support you. Um, and then let go of the people who tolerate you and don't want you around because you don't need them in your life either. Yes. Network is everything. The network and the environment that you're in is everything. You want to make sure that it is supporting your growth. One thing that I really like to think about is making sure that I'm not the best player in the team, right? Like I want to make sure that I'm not the most skilled, the most advanced or like, you know, the highest ranking player in the team, because what does that mean? It means that I don't have anyone above me to be learning from, right? I want to be constantly in an environment where the people around me have so much that I can learn and grow from, you know, I've got Mon, I've got Gel, I've also got coaches that I follow or that I invest into so that I can actually learn from people who are, whether it be one step ahead of me or even like 10 to 20 steps ahead of me. So you want to be making sure that you're doing the same thing as well. And I think an important note, which is something that Jelaine brought up, um, briefly touched on at the start of her response is this element of like comparison and competition. If you feel like the environment you are in is sort of like, it's a competition between you and the people around you, then you are stuck in a fixed mindset and you really need to break free from this, okay? Because a growth mindset, you don't see competition, you see opportunities to be inspired, to learn, to grow, right? A growth mindset is realizing also that what is meant for you cannot be taken away from you. And therefore there is no competition ever, right? Like, I mean, I talk about this with the girls all the time. This is like the most wholesome little circle that we have because there is no competition here. There is no competition. Like we are literally all on the same journeys. We are all coaches. You know, we all work with mindset and also other different niches that are unique to us. But the thing is, 
never is there any competition between any of us because we know that what is meant for us is coming for us it cannot be taken away from us so instead we just utilize each other to learn and grow and be inspired which i think is the most precious thing that you could ever have in a network so guys you need to get yourself a network like mine like don't mean to brag but mine is flipping awesome Now, um, I do have one final question before we wrap this up. And that is, first of all, who is someone or a couple of the people that you really, really look up to and model for success so we can throw some ideas out there for um, anyone who's kind of like looking for leaders to be inspired by? And then I want you to tell me what are some of the key qualities of this successful person that you notice and you try to model yourself? Well, uh, just on the spot, (laughs) um, I would say someone who I look up to and I learn from is uh, Trent Shelton. So he is a public speaker. Um, He is incredible, incredible, incredible. And the reason why I look up to him is not just because he pours belief into me. And when I'm feeling like I'm, you know, lacking self-worth or um, just not valuing myself, I really can... I can just drink up what he provides and I or I immediately feel like I can do anything, right? Not just that, but because he his his story is so inspiring and where he began is so inspiring because he actually um believe it or not used to fear public speaking and it was something that he just he didn't want to do and he was he was playing uh I, like he was doing a sport um, and his uh, biggest fear of his was public speaking, but he was called to be a public speaker and a motivational speaker. And despite the fact that he was so scared of it, it was his calling and he pushed through all of his limiting beliefs. He challenged himself. He just got out there and did it. And he is changing lives throughout the world and he's changing my life. And so I'm someone who also struggled with public speaking as well. And I never thought I would ever be on this path, just by the way. Like this was a path I was never going to go down because I purposefully would not put myself in any position where I would have to public speak or would have to give an opinion or be a a follower in any kind of way. And um, I mean, a leader in any kind of way. Um, And so for me to be where I am today is just insane. And I just learn from him and I grow from him every single time I listen to a podcast of his. I just immediately believe I can do anything. And that's the kind of feeling that I want to provide my clients and to provide my audience is that feeling of they can do anything that they want to do despite their fears and despite the challenges that may arise for them. Um, And so that's why he is someone who I look up to. For me, uh, definitely Tony Robbins is up there, but actually I would say somebody in the current, like in my, in my current, um, I guess, favorites is Jamie Kern Lima. And for those of you who don't know who she is, she's the founder of It Cosmetics. And she actually was the first ever female CEO, I guess, in L'Oreal's history, but and like sold her company for a billion dollars. But it, it, the point of what I'm, I'm trying to say is that the reason why I look up to her so much, she wrote this amazing book called Believe It. And I listened to it in literally like a day and a half. I just binge listened to it. It was so incredible because she was a Denny's waitress who would save her tip money um, to purchase Tony Robbins personal power tapes. Um, and she was struggling for years. She got told no like eight years in a row. And um, she struggled a lot to get her um, business off the ground. And you can definitely just go get her 
or um, go listen to her podcast. She is featured in so many different entrepreneurs podcasts, um, but her story is amazing because it looks like Denny's waitress turned billionaire, but there's actually a full story in between. And I just resonate and connect with her story and the way that she was able to overcome so many challenges. She changed the industry for female entrepreneurs and the beauty industry as well. She challenged so many different companies and um, people and I'm, I applaud her for it. And it's something that inspires me as a female entrepreneur. And I know um, Jill and, uh, and Emily as well too, like inspires all of us to be able to grow and learn. She's somebody who just literally is a light. And also something really amazing about Jamie is that every single last proceed of her book is actually going to Feeding America. And I think that that's incredible. Like she literally wrote a book to give back every single proceed to helping and serving people. And I just, she's amazing. I love her so much. So yeah, Jamie is somebody who I look up to right now. Amazing. Yes. Both of those people are just such like such great role models to really be looking at to model success for yourself. My, I would say my biggest role model um, would probably be Sarah Blakely. Now I first heard Sarah Blakely's story on a Tony Robbins podcast. And after I heard that, so I heard that podcast back um, when I was still working in architecture and still studying. And I heard that podcast and I I kid you not guys, like I listened to that on repeat at work, basically like every day of the week, because I was just like, yes, like this is, this is what I need. This is the woman that I want to step into and completely model the success of. So if you don't know who Sarah Blakely is, she is the founder of um, a multi-billion dollar company called Spanx. She was actually the youngest um, self-made female billionaire back in 2012, which is just a phenomenal achievement. You know, like her business started in her bedroom and she invested her entire savings, her entire bank account of like $5,000 into creating this vision that she had. And it was her creativity, her drive, her resourcefulness and her dedication to her goals, which is what made her into the successful woman that she is. And I want to put emphasis on creativity and resourcefulness here. Okay, guys, like I think that these are two incredibly powerful skills that you should develop within yourself. Okay. Because when you are creative, when you have creativity, you are able to imagine endless possibilities for yourself. Right. And then with resourcefulness, you can find a way to make this happen. So her business did not blow up from the start, right? She had to get resourceful. She like she flew to different countries in order to get her products in front of people. She physically stood in the supermarket holding like before and after photos of her butt with Spanx on it to show people the difference that it could make. And what I found most inspiring was that once her product got put into its very first store, she didn't just leave it to fate. She took control of the situation herself and she actually messaged every single person that she knew and sent them money so that they would go and buy out her products from all of the stores that it was in so that they would continue to restock them. And it would look like the product was a huge success. And it was this creativity and resourcefulness that really did end up getting her product out there into all those audiences that did make it such a success. So Sarah Blakely is probably the person that I'm most inspired by. Um, and then along with that, obviously Montana and Jelaine, like you guys inspire me so much guys. Like, honestly, these two girls, so creative, 
you know, constantly coming up with new and authentic and unique ideas that are so aligned with who they are, which is something that I think every entrepreneur needs to have, you know, don't just follow the path of what has already been done. Get creative, come up with ideas of your own. They are so outgoing, you know, they aren't necessarily the most confident people in every single aspect of life, right? Like no one is, but they have courage. And courage is something that is so, so powerful because even when confidence or fear is like, you know, confidence is lacking or fear is present, courage is what's going to enable you to step outside of your comfort zone and take the action anyway. And that's what gets results. And I mean, there's so many more things I could list about these girls that I think is so amazing and should be modeled by everyone else. But I'm going to leave that to all of our listeners to go and follow these two and then start modeling the success of how these girls show up online every single day. So that is our episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. And Montana, Jelaine, unmute yourselves. I hope that you enjoyed this. I know it was different to usual. (laughs) loved it loved it and you are definitely someone I um, aspired to be like as well you are just incredible Emily so so proud of you and what you've built within your business and this whole podcast definitely such an inspiration for me honestly you guys Emily and Jelaine were the people who inspired me to do what I do right now like I saw them doing like their businesses and and really like in their flow and serving and helping people at the highest level and like not just getting great results, but so truly happy in what they were doing. And I was like, that's what I want. I want to be surrounded by the, you know, these beautiful women who are um, striving to make change in the world. And I'm just so grateful to be in alignment with you too. And also to have you as my friends. And I can't wait for the day that we get to reunite and then we get to reconnect. But Thank you so much, Emily. I love you to bits and I listen to every episode. If you're not already listening to every single episode of um, Emily's podcast or Jelaine's podcast, go back and watch them or listen to them. They're incredible. And I just, I love you guys. Love you. (laughs) Amazing. Guys, success leaves clues. So it's time you start modeling the success of people around you. Okay, go get it. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all from me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.